Welcome to the Live and Lead podcast. I'm your international life and leadership coach, Linda Millon. This podcast is dedicated to all leaders and entrepreneurs and those to be who want to live and lead with a positive impact and mindset. Let's translate your intentions into actions and create your bright future. Isolated, alone, all the responsibility and all the burdens on your shoulders and no one there who carries you and supports you. That's how you feel. Does it resonate with you? Then you are here in the right place. We talk today about exactly these things. Responsibility and isolation. What is the cause of it? What is the consequence of it? And what can you do about it? Maybe you have heard that before. Being a leadership position is a lonely place. Well, it's true, but it doesn't have to be true. And then there are others who think, well, that's the price you have to pay if you are a leader. You want responsibility, you want authority, you want to take care of people, you want to have your own business or have a startup, or you want to be the CEO of a business, then you have to live with this. This is the price you have to pay. Many people think that, but even this is not the truth. And I know for sure there is someone right now listening to this thinking, Oh, Linda, I know that. You don't have to tell me that. Yes, knowing it and believing it and walking in the truth are two completely different things. So before you walk away thinking that you know it all already, I want to invite you to stay and just to listen and hear me out. Let's build a foundation to really understand the problem. What is the reason for so many people, especially leaders or people who hold responsibility to isolate or feel isolated? There are circumstances when the isolation is created by, by you or where it is done by the people around you. Of course, there are different aspects or causes. One cause is, for example, feeling like you have to constantly guard yourself. This is often caused by broken trust, gossip, that means neg negative previous experiences and other teams or you maybe saw other leaders getting really harmed by the team, the other leadership members or the surrounding. Then of course potential threats like someone could be a threat to your position. All that could lead to you constantly guarding yourself. And that includes also, of course, distrust, not being able to trust your team, not having a healthy connection to the team members for whatever reason. Then there's always this pressure from every side, especially if you are in a leadership position where you hold most responsibility for projects or the team, there's a lot of pressure on you. Furthermore, as someone with the main responsibility, you will probably be the one who stands in the gap for the others in the team or the company all the time or most of the time. That can also make you feel like you are the only one fighting for everyone. And the question is, who is fighting for you? This again is a problem that often has to do with unhealthy leadership structures in that company or business or it can have to do with your leadership style and misunderstandings or misconceptions you have about leadership. There are various ways how unhealthy leadership styles can lead to isolation or loneliness. 
obviously i will not mention now specific leadership styles when which one is the worst and which one is the best it's not about that right now it's just depending on the situation of your team of your business not every leadership style will be beneficial and some of them actually can lead you into a situation that you feel isolated and alone so that is also something i would recommend to assess if that could be an issue A big challenge for many leaders or people with the main responsibility is when the team is very passive. That means there's a lack of support, the team is not very proactive, they like to have everything catered to them, they're not able or not part of the decision-making process. That can also lead into the feeling of isolation and loneliness. Often, Passive teams are created by choosing poorly team members or by using structures or patterns in the leadership or in the management administration that are not useful for the team and lead the team in the end into passivity. A huge problem that I often observed over the past years is that many leaders think consciously or subconsciously that they never can be weak, that they should not show weakness, they should not show that they have challenges or that for them it's also not always a fun thing to make hard or difficult choices or decisions. So a lot of leaders try to be strong without actually understanding that they need the team, they need the team to be part of the process, they need the team to know that they are not perfect as the leaders. The problem in leadership is not to have some weakness or facing challenges and not always being in a good mood. Where it becomes a problem for leadership when you have weak moments is when you do not handle those well. That means you have to make a tough decision. It's really a burden to you. It is okay if the team kind of gets a sense of it. However, important is how you're handling it. How do you handle it when it gets tough? How do you handle it when personally not everything is going well at home? How do you communicate that? You can be weak or have weak moments without right away losing your credibility. But a lot of people don't understand that. Of course, a big, big problem that can cause a lot of isolation or loneliness for leaders or people with responsibility is when there is a lack of leadership skills. A lack in that can cause you to behave or act as a leader in such a way that it causes isolation and loneliness. Now, you could think like, well, yeah, everyone has to face this kind of loneliness or isolation. Maybe you think that everyone will still experience some sense of loneliness and isolation. However, the problem is not if you have now and then a moment when you are alone in the decision making or in carrying the burden it is a problem when it's a long-term thing and often people who are in long-term leadership positions or have long-term responsibilities where they carry the main burden of a collective or team a family whatsoever that leads often to these kind of feelings or sense of isolation loneliness the problem with that is that it has severe consequences it can actually lead to depression and anxiety insomnia it can result in being coming more authoritative more dominant in a negative sense that is often also stress reaction that people become very bossy it's not always a matter of hey i have to show that i'm a good leader it's often an issue of stress and long-term stress that when people become too bossy furthermore it can decrease the effectiveness of your leadership or your performance Obviously, there are much more consequences in all that. 
important is also to understand that isolation and loneliness is connected to when you don't have anyone you can be accountable to. That means you're literally alone with the performance, with the result, the success and everything you are alone. And I don't mean by that are you in a relationship or not? I'm not talking about if you have other managers or whatsoever in the team. You can have all that and still get a sense of isolation and loneliness. I saw very good leaders struggling a lot because they felt like they're very alone. And often it's very connected to either not being able to hand responsibility over or it is connected, for example, to not having actually a network that is truly supportive. It's really hard to find people who stand in the gap with you, who say, I got your back, or hey, you need to take a break. You look super exhausted. I know you have a lot going on. Let me take care of X, Y, Z. It is very hard to find these people, especially also when you are building up a business. A lot of people who have a startup or build up a business that feel very alone and isolated, and it's not always based on hmm, they don't have family or friends or whatever. It is often lack of support. For example, it's actually very common that the people who support you the most are not necessarily your family members or friends. It's often people who don't even know you or know you a little, who recommend you, refer to you and stuff like that. So that can be very discouraging. I talked to several entrepreneurs and they all experience the same thing. So what can you do now to make sure that you don't end up in isolation or to say it another way, how can you if you are already in the situation, get out of it. So let's start first with how can you avoid ending up in isolation? So first of all, of course, it's very important that you have a support system. A good support system can have different forms, ways, number of people, whatever works best for you. That is something that needs reflection and assessment of your situation. You can ask yourself first, who is already in my environment? Who is draining my energy and who gives me energy? Where do I feel like I can speak about my emotions and my thoughts and where can I not do that? According to that, you see already if you have to some extent some support present. If you don't have anything like this at present, there's always the option of finding the right support through leadership groups, courses, training, where you can connect with people on conferences, like connect with people who are like-minded, who also want to build up a support system. You are a leader or you have responsibility and you lacking a support system, you go to a conference and you will probably observe or read between the lines who is like-minded or not. And with those people say, hey, let's meet every three months for coffee and hang out and just talk about life and how we're doing and support one another and build it up. Of course, it's not always as fast or as easy done as it sounds now. Of course, it takes some time and the initiative, but it often pays off. The truth is that for a support system, you need to take some initiative. Rarely people come and say, hey, I want to be your support system. Usually you will have to look around you and look who's already at present, who would be a useful part for my support system. And then to say, I don't have people around me who are a good support system. Then you look at conferences, training groups, courses, leadership groups, whatever you can attend and what would be beneficial to you and where maybe like-minded people could be with those people you connect. And such resources, support resources are also available online, not just in person. There are a lot of options. 
if the main issue is not necessarily you having a support system or not the main focus, but the issue is more that at work with a team that you're working with or you're responsible for, you feel that everything is put on you and they're rather passive and not take a responsibility or ownership. It is good to look into the team and say, okay, who is here where I feel like I could invest in that person, in that skill set? and train those people, build people slowly up. Of course, should everyone in the team be invested in, but start with those people who can take a load from you so you can delegate responsibilities to those people and share the burden and share the responsibility and therefore also the accountability is not just on you, but it's a team matter. Let's of course also address the obvious. You need to work on your personal skills and your leadership skills. By that, we mean self-mastery. How do you manage yourself? How do you handle your reactions and responses? Invest in healthy coping mechanisms and stress management, conflict management, healthy communication, setting healthy boundaries, overcoming own limitations. All these things will play an important role in you not being isolated, but having healthy boundaries. Here, I would like to point out that sometimes it can happen that leaders think or people with responsibility think, oh, to not be isolated, I have to be very transparent. I have to share every detail of my life with my colleagues, the team, whoever is responsible for, which backfires usually. Oversharing can still lead to isolation. Most likely people will withdraw from you, they will not feel safe with you or think that you are not capable of managing your emotions. There needs to be a balance. It's important that you find a balance. All that can be learned and practiced and can become a healthy habit. Leadership skills, as I said, are very important to you and they're usually very closely connected with your personal mastery skills. It is helpful to understand what leadership styles you have already implemented, which of these are useful and which are in the end sabotaging your success or impact and would lead to isolation. A very dominant and authoritative leadership style will sooner or later lead to isolation and separation from the team and make you feel quite lonely. So it is very important that you assess where you're at, what skill sets you have, where do you need to adjust it. With that said, it is important or necessary that you create an environment with a healthy feedback culture. That includes the way you communicate with one another, if feedback is given, how it is given, in what context it's given. All this matters a lot. The more you make yourself approachable, the more people will feel like you're part of them and include you or approach you for different aspects and make you also feel included in the team. If you are following a very hierarchic leadership structure, it will be difficult for you to connect and to reduce that feeling of isolation and loneliness. In case you struggle with your leadership style or if you're not sure what kind of leadership style you have, you would like to assess that, you would like to reflect more and improve that, then I would really recommend to join either a leadership course or which is more effective, have a leadership coach. Usually the coach will help you reflect different situations and find better solutions and start implementing better and healthier habits. Just to break it down very simple, what would happen there. Furthermore, it can help you to confide in someone, give you the understanding that you are not alone. This is also something that's very interesting maybe for startups and entrepreneurs, especially if you're at the beginning of your journey. If you have people coaching your business, a business coach, 
to help your business to succeed, it can happen that they're not helping you become a decent leader. It is not the same to be able to run a business from the financial and structure perspective and then not knowing how to really be a true and healthy authentic leader therefore it makes sense to really assess whom you allow to speak into your business because as an entrepreneur and startup uh, a ceo whatsoever you need to have a balance of understanding how the paperwork and the administrative work is done and understanding how you can be the healthiest version of yourself in order to lead healthy and not feel isolated in the end. It is good to prevent ending up in a very lonely place from the beginning, and it is possible. You can set up yourself right now, no matter if you're very experienced in what you're doing or not, to improve your positioning, your connection, and relationship to your employees, staff, team members, or future team members and employees. If you would like to connect and to learn more, feel free to connect with me. My webpage and contact details are in the description box of this podcast. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, where you can find me either as Linda Milun or Reflection Coaching. Stay tuned for the next episode. This was the Live and Lead podcast with Linda Midon. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to this podcast and check out my webpage if you want to know more. Stay tuned for weekly new episodes.